Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. So I'm very pleased to be talking with Grace Elsner today, who is one of our co-authors in our Trauma to Triumph book. We have the proof. This is the proof. That's why there's a line. I just got it today. Um, but Grace, it's so nice to see you today. Thank you. I'm very humbled and grateful to be a part of this effort. I think it's going to help a great number of people. And so your chapter is still climbing and relearning to enjoy the view, which I love that title of a chapter. Can you tell us a little bit about what drew you to be part of this collaborative book? I'm sure, Liz. Uh, primarily, um, it's the motivation to, to help other TBI survivors and their caregivers, their loved ones, their friends, any, or their colleagues for that matter, um, their care team, um, look at not only strategies for post-acute recovery, but also just to get an idea, uh, maybe to, to share a little bit more about what the TBI experience is like. Um, it's, there's no assumption that it's the same for anyone, uh, but it's, it's a, I never knew much about it till I experienced it. And, a, a, you know, some, another family member did as well. And it, it typically, and sometimes I think still is very much a mysterious um, topic and one that a lot of people don't want to touch with a 10 foot pole because <laughs> they're not sure what they're going to find, you know, how someone will be acting or, or interacting for that matter. And I think it takes courage um, for, for everyone who's able to speak up and say, hey, this is what it's like for me for one humble journey. And um, also I was drawn in, drawn in by Susan Hahn, colleague of mine, who was the founder of, of Hobble Jog and had this fantastic idea to start to bring together stories from uh, TBI survivors who are thriving, moving forward, um, hopefully leading triumphant lives in, in their own way. Um, again, if we can make the journey easier for anyone else who might, especially those that might be earlier on, or it may be those who are looking at it in somewhat hindsight, if that's ever possible with the TBI, to share, again, learning strategies, resources, and, and at least from my own perspective, to reassure them that they're not alone, because it can be a very isolating experience. Yes. And I, what I love about the book and your chapter is that it does show that path, right? And everybody's TBI experience is different. There's that expression I've heard that if you've seen one TBI, you've seen one TBI, right? It doesn't, it's not the same thing. But there are some similarities as far as um, some themes, if you will, throughout the different chapters um, that I've read. And I love that you are wanting, you in, were inspired to share your story to help other people on the, from the, from, if there was another side of this, right? When you're, <laughs> you're feeling a little more grounded um, in, in your recovery, right? So um, I believe there's something you wanted to share, uh, a section, oh, chapter? From the chapter? Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, we, we were looking at ex ex excerpts here and mm -hmm. uh, Liz, and we, we thought, I thought this one might maybe just give folks a, just a little taste of some of the things that we're sharing. Um, and mine I put, and, and others uh, of our co-author group certainly as well, are some am amazing folks. I, I will qualify it saying that my TBI experience was nowhere near as dramatic um, and sudden 
as many of the other authors um, with whom I'm very humbled to collaborate in some small way for my part. Mine was more gradual onset. So mine kind of, I won't say it snuck up on me. I just wasn't aware. <laughs> I knew something was terribly wrong, but I didn't know what it was. And so it, it hit me like a, a ton of bricks in a different way. Um, because once we realized what it was, it was like, oh, geez, you know, where, where do you start type of thing. So one of the learnings that, that came across to me throughout this journey, and I'm still working on it, is that recovery is more important than pride. And asking for help is wisdom, not weakness. And uh, to, to elaborate on that just a little bit from the chapter itself, TBI recovery teaches us about humility and humanity. I've always been almost fiercely independent, and I've been immensely, repeatedly humbled in this journey of recovery and discovery. Early on, I resented not only the TBI, the traumatic brain injury, but also having to ask for help and relearn key skills in the most basic of ways. My peers in vision therapy sessions were most often elementary school children. And we were all using the same kids' games to train our eyes and brains. Activities that seemed silly or beneath an adult were suddenly very challenging and frustrating. Once I realized that putting my pride aside and doing the work were my best paths to recovery, I stopped railing against reality and shifted my focus to making progress. The work was, and sometimes still is, hard but there's no substitute for putting in the effort. There's also no substitute for accepting help in TBI recovery, and for that matter, in many of life's challenges. This journey requires the help of others, and asking for help isn't easy, especially when it's for a task that used to be effortless. As challenging and humbling as it may be, we need to get better at receiving. Mm. When, you know, when we, when we open ourselves up to the support, the warmth, the compassion, and encouragement of clinicians, friends, family, and sometimes strangers who are willing to be in the trenches with us, then we experience the light and love of humanity. The TBI experience, as I mentioned before, can be terribly isolating. And what I had found, as in many of life's challenges, is having another kind soul alongside us, even for just a little while, softens the hard edges of recovery and reminds us that we're not alone on this journey. Thank you for reading that. And I, when we were looking at the different parts just before we went live to see what parts would be great to share, what I really like this one because yes, it applies 100% to anyone who is experiencing a TBI and it, it applies to everyone, mm -hmm. right? That if we learn how to receive help it can change the way that we experience life, connection with other people, right? Um, it, it's possible that we didn't know was possible on the other side. And it, it does, and I think it, it it's a way for us to grow as well. You know, it's not, not just the accepting of the help literally and figuratively, but hopefully, um, you know, we, we grow in the process and get better at, at offering help at being empathetic, of, of really recognizing when someone's in the trenches, uh, especially for chronic situations, you know, TBI recovery isn't just, it, there's no, I think Carrie had mentioned yesterday in her podcast, another of the fellow authors, there's no strict protocol 
for recovery, there's no, you know, we're used to like physical therapy or occupational therapy. You get to this milestone, this milestone, this milestone, boom, boom you're done, or you've made this much percent progress. I've not found any way from my own perspective, any very clear, definitive, hard, fast pathway. Mm. So it, I've learned a lot more. I might hope I was pretty decent at it before in life's situations, but even more so now, I have a lot more empathy and come at it differently when I see folks that I know or strangers for that matter who have a long-term struggle. Sometimes it's not readily apparent. We don't always know what challenges, what, what mountains people are climbing, so to speak. For, for my injury, I was blessed that mine was not life-threatening. Mm-hmm. So my, mine's a little unusual for amongst the other authors. God bless every one of them. Uh, mine was nonetheless very life-changing for me, for my husband, for my family, everybody. Um, and uh, folks can't always, you can't tell by looking at someone. Uh, I've heard uh, folks refer to some TBI survivors as the walking wounded. Mm. Because you can't tell by looking that it's very, it's harder to process. It might be harder to use our eyes that noises, you know, and, and sounds and multiple stimuli are more difficult. And it also, I think, takes courage too. And we're hoping to build that courage in other people to, to open up the conversation. It's okay to say, I've, I've had a brain injury. Um, I'm, that's, that's not easy to roll off the tongue sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially when you're not sure how folks will react, you know, in professional situations, wherever the case may be. But I think if we can own it and be with it and put it out there, um, not as a waving of a flag or anything like that, but just as, again, a means to help others, then Mm -hmm. this is certainly worth the journey. And that's what I love about this whole project is there's, first of all, it's wonderful that we're talking about post-acute care because I know that there is a need for that, which is why Hobblejog does the work that it does. We do a great job in our country at this, this acute phase often, but um, long-term, often sometimes people are finding their own way uh, to, to move through into different places um, and, and further healing. Very much so. And I, I, I don't, I didn't get to ask the other authors per se, but I can't tell you how many times a skilled clinician, a specialist will look at me direct in the eyeballs and just say, I've got nothing for you. Whew. I've got nothing for you. Just go live your life. Um, you know, good luck. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's right. no offense, right. to, it's no right. offense <laughs> to anybody involved, but right. it's just, right. oh my gosh, really? We, we really, <laughs> so, so mm-hmm. it's a hunt and pack, you know, it's, I, I looked as I still do as a jigsaw puzzle. I'm like once in a while, you're like, oh, I found a quarter piece, you know, or an edge piece or something that really pivots things forward, but that everyone has shared. And I hope, you know, readers will find, um, you need to find one nugget in there that advances someone's plan of care and their recovery, um, uh, we, you know, that, that would be fantastic, but you really are, it is, can be very isolating and can be extraordinarily intimidating when you're, if you think of it like a computer, your central processing isn't working correctly, it's frightening, you know, and then you don't know necessarily it early on have the capacity or the ability to be able to research strategies mm-hmm. all that well. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's great books and their blogs and their websites and all that, and if you can barely use your eyes, <laughs> or, or as they have screen time, you know, other things like that. Um, it, it's it's challenging. So so hopefully, will everyone will rise with the tide um, with, with this effort. And I think it's 
really important to show what life could look like in this triumphant space, right? Mm -hmm. That healing is possible, that we can break up the stigma around even talking about having a TBI so that people that this, this book, I see this book is helping people that are on the path of having experienced a TBI and also on people that haven't, such as myself, that we can look at, okay, here's what it actually means. And here's what is possible for people that mm -hmm. have lived through this and, and are growing through this, that it can actually re bring some richness to a life rather than take away something um, is, right? Uh, we, we have to look for that. And I, I'll, I'll, I didn't put it in the chapter. I'll, I'll, you know, I, I do think of it when I, I, I don't know if other folks had it. Uh, it's very, very common to have light sensitivity, mm -hmm. right. uh, uh, much akin to when folks get migraines, that sort of thing. And I, you know, we had to, you have to get used to the, the cold, dark room theory isn't in effect anymore. I mean, you, you can't shield yourself for any long period of time or your eyes and brain won't work the same way. Uh, it, it makes it even worse. So I had to tell myself, look for the light. Mm. And you know, look for light. Just, just, and I, I eventually, my mantra kind of got to be invite the light. You know, just look for light, and that's literal, and it's also figurative. You have to look for those glimmers, um, and they're out there. And sometimes they're not in the form that we'd expect or we necessarily want. Sometimes they're what we need. Um, mm -hmm. Those are a little bit different things, you know, in life. And uh, there's light in people. You know, like I said, that receiving part. It, it just it it's not easy <laughs> but we can always also as we feel better pay it forward and in so many different ways if we can carry that forward I think that's part of being triumphant we can help others build resilience whatever their challenges are um you know encourage folks to trust their intuition if something's not right go after solutions and I I'm wondering too you know if whether it's hindsight or in the somewhere in that journey there may be folks who read this and go, oh my gosh, my son, my daughter, heaven forbid, probably had a brain injury, or I may have. Sometimes we don't know it, or you know, it wasn't on the radar decades ago the way it is now. So, so yeah. hopefully we'll help in that regard as well. But yeah, it's, 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 it's all gets back to humanity, compassion, empathy, and um, giving hope. You're certainly paying it forward, Grace. Thank you. Oh, we're, we're all trying. If we can all do our small part, <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we've we've done made something good, uh, something very very uh, challenging, indeed. So thank you, thank you for for the chance to be part of this very humble and uh, journey, and also the the great collaboration and and kudos to Hobblejock as well. So I know you set up a um, a book signing at yeah. a bookstore. Um, can you tell us about when that is, where it is? Sure, sure. For anyone that's somewhere in the neighborhood of South Central Pennsylvania, uh, I am near a community called Hanover. It's not too far from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. A lot of folks know that area or know of it. It's pretty accessible. Um, there is a wonderful, wonderful independent bookstore that we're blessed to have called Reader's Cafe. Reader's mm -hmm. Cafe. That's on Broadway in Hanover. And it's on Saturday, June 25th which sounds a long time away, we'll be here before we know it. We wanted to make sure we had hard copies ready <laughs> from the book. Yeah. So, so June 25th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
uh, Readers Cafe. It's not on their Facebook page yet, but it will be um, once we get things finalized. But uh, that's that's one place where we'll be doing a book signing and certainly have copies available. And uh, can't wait. If, if it'll help anybody that shows up, we're fan absolutely motivated to help. So wonderful. And so if anyone wants to connect with you, they can connect through LinkedIn. Is that the best place? I think we had sure. Yeah, that, that would be fantastic. My professional information's on there as well. And I, you know, I'll certainly be notified if anyone wants to reach out. That sounds like a great way to connect. Indeed. So, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to let anyone know about or share with folks that uh, might have experienced a TBI? Anything you'd like to share with them? Basically to say, to, as, as I'm using kind of that climbing analogy, um, we're, we're on a journey that I, I don't know if we know the exact destination. We may not know all the waypoints. Keep climbing, keep trying, um, be gentle with yourself as a, as, and I, it's in my chapter, but as one provider said to me, we have to learn to pace ourselves, to plan, pause when we need it, be mindful, um, be good to yourself, your body, your nutrition, your soul. And, um, again, look for that light. And, and be a source of light for others as well. I know it sounds hokey, but that's part of what it can get us through the darkest times and let us know that there's there's a great horizon out there ready to go and ready to, to invite us forward. Thank you, Grace. It's been lovely to, with you today as always. Thank you, Liz. Thanks so much for the chance to be part of this and uh, can't wait to see that hard copy. <laughs> I know, right? All right, have a lovely day. You too. Be well. Thank you. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving.